0: You know, I I remember, like, it took me personally 12 years to receive the first two volunteers. Wow.
1: I am so excited to be sharing this podcast with you. My dream interview was realised when Daoud Nassar came over from Palestine to speak at the General Assembly in Scotland, and we were able to catch up. As you know, Israel is in the news a lot at the moment, but rarely do we hear what it's like from a Christian Palestinian perspective. Dawood Nasser is a Christian Palestinian whose farm has been in the family for over 100 years. The land, despite the constant threat of demolition, no running water or electricity, is now a centre for peace and reconciliation and environmental innovation with 10,000 visitors and volunteers a year. Now Tent of Nations is becoming a beacon of hope in an increasingly tense country. I've been there, it's amazing and I can't wait to share this interview with you. Before we go on, excuse the poor audio quality, we're in a very noisy room in the centre of Edinburgh. I hope this doesn't distract you too much from the extraordinary conversation we had. So here I am today with Dave Nasser, which is extremely exciting for me, and always has actually been a bit of a dream ever since I've started thinking about starting up a podcast. Dawood is over from the General Assembly in Edinburgh and when I discovered you were here, I was like, yay, <laughs> I was able to come over. Dawood, I will let you introduce yourself before we go into the questions, um, so please introduce yourself.
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Dawood Nassar, Dawood is the Arabic name for David, and I was born in Bethlehem and... Um, yeah, and we are working on a project that is called the Ten of Nations. Uh, first of all, in Palestine, it's a very difficult political reality there. And um, we want with a different way of resistance to make, you know, to make a point that nonviolent way of resistance in a conflict situation is a key of change. And this is basically what we are trying to achieve there.
1: Would you like to explain to the listeners about what is actually happening? Because it's been such a long struggle. And then with the authorities actually claiming that even though you have the papers, that actually it's not your land. Um, And just talk briefly about the the story behind this and and the situation with the settlements around you.
0: Yes. So it is a family farm that is located southwest of Bethlehem. And it's lo- it's located on a hilltop that is surrounded by Israeli Jewish settlements on Palestinian territory. And uh, the land, uh, 42 hectares, was a farm bought by my family more than 100 years ago. And the land was registered. So it was unusual at that time to register land. But we have all the documents that prove our ownership to this land. And the family, uh, you know, uh, is I was connected, my uh, grandparents, my father and uncle, from the beginning they lived on the land in a cave. Even, you know, they did not decide to build a house. That We belonged to the ground. So this is how how they grew up. And we are continuing on the same track, the third and the fourth generation. Things were changed for us in 1991 when we heard the Israeli authorities want to confiscate the farm and build a settlement. So we started a legal battle. And we are still in the court since 1991, struggling like 12 years in front of the military court. And then we brought this case to the Supreme Court, which returned it back in 2007 to the military court. And we are today we are in the process of the uh, re-registration of the farm that demanded us to do uh, in order uh, to to have the authorities recognize as as private owners of the land you know and they uh, keep delaying this process so we had a session on the 15th of may and now the session was postponed until the 6th of september so we the delaying of the process is making it difficult to achieve justice and
1: within that so what is the actual vision
0: to protect the land you know it's the right it's our rights and we are there since more than 100 years yeah and this is the land of, you know, my fathers, which means, you know, they they worked hard to give us this gift. You know, it's not like just like um something that we do not appreciate, you know, mm. and not only as physically the land. No, it was it's it's more it's more than that. It's like more like a spiritual connection with the ground, you know. So when my father and uncle came as young boys, you know, Getting the land of their fathers, they did not face uh, just a nice reality. No, they, they started facing challenges. You know, it Mm. was, it was um, during the British mandate period, you know, when we had, when my father and uncle had the first destruction in 1936, when people came and destroyed 25,000 grape trees and destroyed, let us say, the future of the family. So my father and uncle did not stop there and said, oh, what did our parents give to us? In what kind of gift? No, they appreciated that gift and said, no, we need to do the best out of it. So they decided to stand up again and planted new trees, you know. And then, of course, 48 came and 67, you know. So one, one difficult year after the other, but they they stayed steadfast, protecting their land and appreciating that gift so until they passed away my father died in 1976 who left my mother with nine children the oldest my brother at that time was 20 years old and the youngest was three years old so i was five years old Mm -hmm. when my grandfather when my father died but with a strong mother she managed to keep this connection to the ground without giving up Mm -hmm. You say oh what what is going on you know and then, you know, one obstacle after the other, we came, you know, until now, the, the legal struggle is going on, the difficulties on the ground, the settlements, you know, we had attacks from settlers since, from 1991 and two thousand until 2002, attacks on the ground, attacks on trees, you know, and all of that. But this kept, you know, us not this, uh, you know, like kept us uh, having the strength to move on and to continue, you know. And this is what made the difference. So now we are trying to make the land as a place of healing. All this suffering, you know, from from the beginning until now, I, I believe was the way to bring us today where we are. Mm-hmm. you know. And the blessing is that to see many people coming and visiting the farm and getting inspired. You know, mm-hmm. we are coming to a situation very difficult political reality, settlements, and you know, very, very, very difficult to find a solution to to that, uh, like uh, whatever you call it, like conflict or occupation or whatever. So, if the very difficult, but at the same time, go back home, inspire to become change makers and hopefully peacemakers in their own communities. So, the land is important, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the people. Because we believe, like, the land without its people will have no future, you know. So both of them should be, continue to to be connected to one another. Yeah. And this is what makes the difference. Like, how, you know, to transform this pain and difficult reality into a place of hope, into a healing place.
1: What does strategy mean to you? Does it, or... or what do you think when I talk about strategy and what you're doing at Tentenation?
0: Right. So for us, I always say it is very important to have a vision, first of all. And the vision is something that is not easy to accomplish. But it is like, you know, uh, it's far, but we have to do it in small steps and uh, developing a strategy to bring us to that vision. I always like connect also the strategy with a way of life. Very important is to say, because sometimes like we might change the strategy. We might, uh, we might think, Oh, it's not working. Yeah. We might think about it like in a short run and say, Oh, this, this is not functioning. Yeah. So let's change it, you know, because no.
1: your vision is always the same, but how you get to exactly. May yeah. yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. And that's why it's very important is, uh, you know, um, to give it also like the time. Because sometimes like you cannot achieve a strategy and develop a strategy in a short term, you know, you can maybe get the first point and then the second point is, is much clearer on, on, on your way, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's very important to follow a strategy. Yeah. Not just to react. You know, when you develop a strategy, it's like about acting independently sometimes of what is happening around you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And how do you bring others into your strategy? Do you, do you write it? Do you speak it? Do you demonstrate it? How do people know what your strategy is?
0: Well, you know, very important is, uh, first of all, to talk about it. Sometimes people won't understand because it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's about step into the future. And in a situation like ours where uh, we are surrounded by a difficult political reality that um is forcing the people to react instead of acting mm-hmm. it's very hard for people to get it the best way is actually to demonstrate you know to to walk the talk yeah. you know just not not to keep it as a theory mm-hmm. and say okay this is this is the way that we uh, should follow no but to practice it yeah and by practicing it and seeing you know the uh the small steps of um, let us say of success you know, you encourage the people to think, you know, and to accept this strategy and work with you.
1: Because mm-hmm. you have 10,000 visitors or volunteers a year, don't you, coming from all over mm-hmm. the world. And then you work with local Palestinians too, is that correct? So yes. you, you have a, a huge number of people to communicate that strategy to
0: yeah, well, you know, like, uh, first of all, you know, the 10,000 people that are visiting the Tent of Nations on a yearly basis did not come from nothing. You know, I, I remember, like, it took me personally 12 years to receive the first two volunteers. Wow. But keep going. And many people, including also family members, did not believe that something can be achieved there, you know. Okay. But that's very important is for us, you know, to keep, to, you know, to sticking to to this strategy and to this vision, you know, without just giving it up, you know. Yeah. And now we are working like we have people coming to visit our farm and we use now the Tent of Nations is uh, to use it as a place to inspire people, Mm -hmm. you know, to tell them and to show them that things are possible, even in a difficult situation. Just believe in yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, even if you are in a difficult political or other challenges or facing other challenges in life, just believe in yourself that you are making that you are able to make a difference. You are able to shape a better future.
1: Absolutely. So going back to that time when mm-hmm. you took you a long time to get the two volunteers, what was it that, that gave you the fire in the belly, the belief, that vision? Mm-hmm. And was it was it just you, was it the whole family or or how how did that Feel and look, and, and, and how did you stay with it without
0: giving up? Well, you know, like it was hard because uh, you know, like uh, the people around you are facing the same difficult situation. And when we are, when people, this is normal. When people live under difficult uh, situation, whether it's politically or other challenges, you know, the um, they just like react to it, you know. And it's about their existence. So it's like what, what they are facing every day is if I'm able to cross to my work, if I'm able to do, to bring my children to school, you know, like small, Mm -hmm. small things without big achievements because it's the reality, you know, it's very hard to think. And in a situation like ours, we wanted to think outside the box, Mm -hmm. not to stay in that, uh, you know, like room. With closed walls and, you know, nothing to see what is going on outside or not to have the, 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 the image of that room from the outside. Yeah. You know, very important. Yeah. So, um, it was really challenging, you know, to encourage people to walk on that tra- track, you know. So for me was the desire is actually to explain to people by achieving a bit of success mm-hmm. that thinking differently and seeing things from outside can make a difference, you know? Mm-hmm. And so this uh, this was the fire that kept burning mm-hmm. in myself, like, you need to do that. Although, it was challenging, you know, mm-hmm. because I said, as I said before, like, it took me personally 12 years to encourage two volunteers to be at the Tent of Nations, you know? Yeah. But those two volunteers now are bringing hundreds of volunteers mm-hmm. Every year, you know.
1: That's amazing. Do you think that your time away from the Tent of Nations or from the farm is what helped you have that different viewpoint of what is possible?
0: Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Uh, living in a, in, a, in, a, in a difficult situation again and uh, seeing things from within is hard to get a bigger vision. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, my my stay, I mean, like my trip to Austria where I lived there and I studied, uh, gave me that perspective, is to see things from the outside. Of course, I left Palestine. uh, It was like in a difficult political reality because it was like the the first intifada and everything was closed. The situation was very tough. Universities were closed. This is why I left, you know. But it gave me like uh, two and a half years to observe the situation from from the outside you know and of course when i came back it was the year actually i came back uh, in august 1991 and then in october 1991 the uh, israel authorities declared our farm as state land Mm -hmm. so the struggle to keep that the farm started two months after i came back yeah so this is this is, uh, was the answer why I should go back mm-hmm. so then I realised that well, I have a mission there mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's a hard mission but I'm I'm, I'm like happy you to do that happy,
1: yeah. Yeah. and just to illustrate the challenges that you do have for listeners that, that probably will have absolutely no concept at all is that you have no running water so no access to running water and no electricity right and you are not allowed to build on that land
0: well you know like the idea of not having or not allowing us to have infrastructure there is to make it more difficult for us to exist there you know and to come one day to the conclusion well you know it's uh, it's uh, nothing you know we can't achieve anything out of it but the way is to see to see the challenges sometimes as as always uh, as an opportunity To let us think in a different way, you know. So with those challenges, we did not sit down and cry and said, what can we do? Look what is going on here. No, we started to become more creative. And this is important. Like, okay, we we have no running water on the farm. We started collecting rainwater inside systems with many restrictions, but we are doing that. No electricity on the farm. We have a solar power system, you know. So to find an alternative, although the, the, the system has also got demolition order, you know. But the idea is, like, to keep to keep insisting, going legally, although the system is unjust for us. Mm-hmm. Keep knocking on the door for justice. Keep insisting. But at the same time, invest the negatives into positives. And, and try to, let us say, to move on and on in small steps. You know, so we are now, I can say mostly independent in terms of energy. You know, we are also becoming more creative in terms of solving other issues like, uh, how to water the new planted trees. We're thinking about recycling the gray water to be used for irrigation, you know, filtering the rainwater to be used pure, you know, purifying the rainwater to be used for drinking, you know, biogas out of the compost to be used as a cooking gas, you know, so all of that is helping us, you know, shift the negatives and transform it into a positive way that will help us keep our motivation, Mm -hmm. but at the same time will help other people to say, well, if you can do it in that area of the world under those difficult circumstances, my problem back home or my challenge back home is nothing compared to you. If you can do it there, I can yeah, do it also. Yeah. And this is the idea, yeah, yeah. you know, to let people believe in themselves that yeah. they are able to make a difference.
1: Because what struck me when I was there was it's, it's amazing. because it, It's like an oasis, but there is no water. I mean, you make your own water, but there is these beautiful trees. Yeah. We drank the wine. That you made, exactly. Which was amazing, and and you're in the middle of a desert, but all the water there is water that is being used, but obviously for the settlements. And you said the other day that one that there are almost cities now; they have seventy thousand yeah. people in them. Yeah. So it's it's really quite a staggering yeah. thing for anybody to get their heads around. And I think probably only because I've been there that yeah. <laughs> I can just about get my head around what
0: you've
1: been able to achieve, which, which is amazing. Thank you. So when thinking about that vision, what gives you the most energy?
0: I can say it is the, the, the step-by-step achievement. You know, like, um, I mean, uh, looking at it not independently from the vision, to say, okay, the vision is like something that we want to achieve mm-hmm. a bit far, but uh, following like uh, a strategy and walking in small steps. And by the way, it's not just to say, well, you know, success after success. You no, know, sometimes we are, we are, you know, like uh, going uh, through uh, more downs and ups, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, keep, keep focusing. This is very important, you know. Like I always, uh, com- uh, or like uh, make a similarity with a farmer who is using a horse to, um, you know, to plow. Yeah. You know, the more you know, if you look at the field, it's too long,
1: it's huge. huge. What,
0: yeah. Well, well, what can I do today, you know? Yeah. But then you see, like, uh, you know, like the more and and uh, you start the the this one step after the other. But you need not to lose the track. You need to focus because the moment you start looking, okay, how much I achieved there, you lose the line, you know, so the line won't be. So this is how we see it, you know, focus in small steps. Sometimes we have to stop. Yeah. We can't achieve that much on that day or in that year. And uh, also we, we have to learn how to be satisfied with what we've done, okay, we need more, we need to see more, which is important, of course, but at the same time to say, well, you know, thank God that we came to this point today. Tomorrow, maybe, another two or more steps, but at, at the end, it's like to keep the vision and the working plan in front of our eyes, yeah. walking in small steps.
1: But also having the evidence that that has worked. Exactly. Being able to yeah. do these the, the small steps... Yeah, I think that's a really good example for anybody, I think, who is trying to do something that actually it, it can be overwhelming. But those small steps are really, really important. Very,
0: very important, you know.
1: What do you, what do you think you have personally had to overcome as a leader?
0: Well, you know, of course, like living in a, in a very constrained situation, like, you know, um, very hard to think in advance and uh, and sometimes, of course, like we we fall on that in that trap, you know what what can we do and you know sometimes also the the political reality is not leaving any any you know like any small thi- you know like let us say small uh, path that you can follow um in order to achieve things you know, but not to stop there you know so we we learn you know still i you know I had to learn how not to lose that 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 tiny path, you know, but at the same time, uh, remembering that I am living with other people in the same reality. It's not Mm -hmm. like to think, you know, because sometimes it's very hard to explain to people if you are, you know, like thinking that way and the others, you know, so far away from you. Mm -hmm. So we, it's, it's a way like how to keep, to keep it together, you know, you walk one step front, but then you don't want the people like to, uh, to be far, Behind you, so we need, you know, to keep this this balance, you know, and this was the challenge, you know, and uh, still, Mm -hmm. we have to go through that, you know, but it's a learning experience for us.
1: So one of the things I know that we talked about last week when we met was that idea of hope and and the action and hope and that hope without action is very far away, and so being constantly in action is true
0: yeah because you know we are talking about the active hope yeah you know the hope um that is not just like uh you know passive like let's hope for a better tomorrow yeah okay that's 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 nice you know hope for a better tomorrow but in order to achieve a better tomorrow i need to do my part today
1: yeah
0: yeah and maybe you know like what i'm doing today uh, won't bring me tomorrow to that point, but it could be seen as a small contribution. And then I want to invite other people to do their part, because the goal is to have a better tomorrow, then we need to work together. I do my part, you do your part, and those all those two small parts together can shape a better tomorrow. Yeah, no,
1: that's really lovely. What top three things would you say to any leader... Who wants to make
0: a difference? Well, I th- I think a good leader must be a servant, you know, ready to serve. Yeah. Because the moment, like you, uh, you know, the the leader is living among his his um, his people, his or her people. You know, leader um, is to see the people, to live with the people. It's not like a leader should be outside of the environment and lead things from from the upper level yeah. no you need to be on the ground yeah. you need you need to be an image mm-hmm. to the others and, and be a servant you know this is also what Jesus said to his disciples you know if you want to be big you have to be small like yeah. if you have to be servant you know you are you know if you want to to consider yourself as a leader it's not just to with all respect to take a position only
1: yeah
0: no you need to serve yeah, yeah. Yeah. Secondly, I I think maybe like a, a leader is um, to have a vision, a wise, but also good heart. Very important because the you know the, as again you know you need to feel with the people you know mm-hmm. to be there you know even to accomplish their small hopes you know in order to. Encourage those people around you to continue the journey, because the leader disconnected from his own people is not a good leader. Yeah. Because at the end, you know, you are like it's like uh, screaming in a valley without anybody listening. So you have to be with the people. And I believe also the good leader must be a good shepherd. You know? And the sheep, you know, as a shepherd, you know, you lead you lead the sheep a better place you know you know you have a plan mm-hmm. well today where i should take the sheep not just like anywhere you know you take them you know you 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 try to think okay this is a good place for them you know let's go to that place and uh, you bring prosperity to them you bring security to them you know and then if any one uh, gets in danger you go and be there not try to send somebody else and say okay please do that no you are there you know mm-hmm. so and i think you know uh, uh, good leaders must be always connected with the ground connected you know to be um, with the grassroots yeah. you know to feel right. with the people you know connected, connected with the people yeah. you know and also um, you know like they need they need to see your actions in order to believe in your vision.
1: So, at the Tent of Nations, you've, you've got challenging times ahead, which you, you've got a wall that's being built that's going to separate you from other Palestinian farms. And you are also being, look well, constantly you're having to look for the piece of paper that may say that you, you have demolition happening at any moment. And if I'm right, if you don't find that piece of paper on a daily or weekly basis, then, um, then the demolition people can come in, or the military can come in. What is that strategy that you are following?
0: Well, you know, like from the beginning, first of all, like talking about uh, the principles is, is very important. Because with, with our principles, we are encouraged to continue. Yeah. So one of our principles is we refuse to be victims. I mean, of course, you know, we have in that situation you, you described right now is very easy to fall in the victim mentality. What can we do? You know, this is much bigger than, than us, you know, and, but refusing to be a victim, although sometimes we fall in that victim mentality, you know, to be honest. But, uh, on the other hand is, uh, is a principle that, will force us always you know to look for an alternative you know okay this situation is, is is difficult no there is an alternative I can't find a solution there and not to stay there where the road is blocked but to think beyond than that you know yeah. so very important secondly uh we uh, we always say we we refuse to hate and of course it's easy said very difficult to practice mm-hmm. but the moment we we do not have peace in our hearts we have you know this negative energy and hatred we won't continue because this will also affect our life yeah. we will damage ourselves from within and that's why having it as principle although sometimes you we are angry sometimes we feel frustrated and so on but we try to shift it we think about you know like new ideas that help us shift that energy in a different way thirdly we said very important is acting differently is based on our faith then uh, not only a strategy that can be changed no it is the faith that leads us to go that way and to continue believing in justice so with those four you know like justice will come, maybe not tomorrow, maybe in ten in ten days in ten years, maybe we won't live it we know we don't know, but always to keep hoping that one day the sun of justice will rise again. And, you know, one day if we get tired, we need to educate the new generation to take over, like a marathon. Yeah, yeah, to take yeah. over and continue on the same track. You know? This is uh, very, very helpful for us. And then, of course, like uh, with, with those four principles, to continue going the legal way, pushing uh, for justice. Although, as I said before, the, the system is unjust for us. But at the same time is uh, changing the ground, you know, changing the land to be, to become as a healing place, develop it, because the land without the people, the, without the presence of the people is nothing. So to increase that, uh, that presence, to work the land, to plant new trees, you know, even with, with more destruction, we plant, you know, more trees in order to keep this green, this hope alive, you know. And thirdly, is uh, is actually to um, uh, you know like um, to to go and make disciples, to go and uh, and uh, tell the story, that will help people to be encouraged in their own situation. You know, very important because if you know, uh, it, it's it is like a mutual. So it's not just about to bring people to the farm and say, okay, please help what is going on here. No, we need to help people through our story, you know. So the three things uh, that we want to follow is like uh, go, continue to go legally, at the same time invest our frustration constructively, change the ground, new new projects, new, let's say, environmental achievements, you know, and then the international awareness and, uh, you know, like uh, going out to tell the story.
1: Yeah. yeah. What are the
0: projects that you've got going at the moment? So um at the moment uh, we finished having the wheat harvest, you know. So we had volunteers who came and helped. Now, beginning of June, twelfth of June, we will start with the uh, with the new camp, which is the um, the cave renovation camp and some harvest. You know. So the idea is like we have some volunteers coming, and so we will be renovating uh, like an, a cave there. You know. In July, we will have our summer camp, children's summer camp, inviting children about between 40 and 50 children from Bethlehem area, from refugee camps. And the theme will be from the ground and up. Like the idea is like to empower those children through creativity. And very important is like to work with what we have. You know, it's not like you need that many resources. No, we, we do recycling. Um, we do uh, simple activities and the idea is to let the children discover their talents focus on the positives and believe in themselves you know i always go back to the biblical story you know look you know the small the the simple disciples of christ were actually fishermen very simple people they became big leaders yeah so it's not like sometimes we we feel like leadership sh- should be you know with all respect should be taught in schools and universities and so on. I think good leadership should be also practiced.
1: Yeah.
0: On the ground, you know, and learning. So we fall we fall down, we stand up again we learn from our mistakes and and, and continue. So this is where we are, you know.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. It's fascinating. It just it's just such a it feels like such a powerful forty eight hectares. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, 42.
1: 42. 42. <laughs> It'll be 48, one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, thank lastly, thank you so much. There's been an amazing uh, conversation. But how can we help you to make a difference?
0: Well, you know, like it's mutual. You know, we always empower one another. I always say uh, very important is to come and see, Yeah, Come and see because... Sometimes, like, you read about something and good knowledge, whatever, but it's also still different than when you live the situation, when you be there, you know, to see, to experience, yeah. And then we always tell people to go back home and tell, yeah, what they, not only what they've heard, but what they've seen. uh, To come longer and encourage us, stay with us, help with new ideas, with, you know, as I said before, you know, sometimes when people come from outside they can see things differently and this is this is a good way even if it's like contradicting to our situation but it's a good way of learning yeah because sometimes when we are in the sad that's we are overwhelmed with so many challenges on the ground that that you know like uh, makes no room for creativity yeah so it's good to bring this aspect from yeah. outside and say okay you know this is a, an idea why not you know yeah and and then uh, you know like I always say now the the world is becoming like a small village what is happening here will affect that area you know the other area of the world so it's not just about like we have to forget about borders yeah. walls that are disconnecting people from one another yeah. and to say well I'm coming from that part of the world what happ- what is happening on the other side is not affecting me maybe not directly but indirectly so we need to, to start thinking more, like, globally, but also more in, 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 in teams, in groups mm-hmm. coming together, you know, like different languages, cultures, backgrounds, religions, non-religious people coming together and, and feeding one another with new ideas, with encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how we, we grow. To yeah. We grow together, you know.
1: Brilliant. Well, for any listeners that want to do any of those things I will give all the details of how to contact you um, at the end but I would just like to say thank you so much that's been absolutely wonderful and I can tick off my wish list of the people who I'd like to interview. (laughs) Thank you so much. So thank you and uh, goodbye. Thank you. If you have any thoughts, comments or questions, please find me on Instagram, links in the show notes and please also subscribe and review. Thank you for listening to Making the Difference.